In today's show, we're looking ahead to Monday in the NBA. See what's going on, see how your stream options look. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Let's look ahead to Monday's action in the NBA. Pretty light Monday, but let's talk about what's going on and what we need to pay attention to right now. The first game we look at is the Wizards and the Hawks. Bradley Beal is out. He's dealing with a hamstring problem. Allegedly, the MRI is clean. We've seen NBA teams screw up hamstrings all season long. So hopefully this isn't something where they rush him back after just one game. But with him out, Hal Neto is going to have to take on a larger load. Giggity! Garrison Matthews maybe gets into the starting lineup. Chandler Hutchison. Ish Smith. Big, big, obviously, Russell Westbrook's numbers are going to go through the roof. You're going to have a big increase in usage for Rui Hachimura as well. But Neto and Smith are some really interesting options for an increase in assists there for Ish. And Neto probably plays a few more minutes as well next to Russell Westbrook in that starting lineup. For the Hawks, I want to see what the role is for Kevin Herter. Does he come off the bench again, or does he start over Tony Snell like he did in the second half of their last game? His minutes have been pushing up anyway, uh, definitely in that last game. So let's see whether they continue to run it that way. Um, Herter can be a stream option again with just the six games on on Monday. I think it makes a lot of sense to have him on your roster just because of the way the schedule has uh, has broken for the Hawks. Well, Clint Capella, is he going to be a 34-minute-a-night player? Is he going to be a 30-minute-a-night player? How does that all look for him in a matchup where he should be able to dominate really against Alex Land and Daniel Gafford and, and uh, Robin Lopez? But let's hope that we get bigger minutes from Capella. But it has been harder for him to do that when John Collins is around. We've seen that time and time again. The second game we look at is the Pacers and the Cavs. The dart, Gogo Badadze. Problem with my Gogo Mobile. Gogo Mobile. No, not the dart. Not the duck. We've seen Badadze put up some really solid numbers. Now, he's not going to play over 20 minutes a night because he's going to play almost exclusively behind Sabonis, maybe a couple of minutes together. But he can come in and block three shots in that limited time. He can grab some boards. He can score. He can hit some threes. I, I do like him as a player, as you're all well aware. Um, but he's someone to watch just to see how he gets used. And then Edmund Sumner started last game in place of Malcolm Brogdon. Currently, Brogdon is listed as questionable. He's missed the last five games with a hamstring. That's been over a week now. I don't know whether he plays. I don't fully expect... I don't fully expect Brogdon to be back in the lineup here, so I expect Sumner to have a pretty large role in this matchup, and we'll see how he looks. Well, for the Cavs, I don't expect Darius Garland to play. He was out again. Uh, Chetty Osman was out on the weekend, so Isaac Okoro and Damian Dotson. There's really not many players who can play guard minutes. So Okoro, we've seen some flashes. We've seen a pretty strong run of double-digit scoring from him. Sometimes he just struggles to add in around the edges, but this could be an option for him. And then in deeper leagues, Damian Dotson. We'll see what his role looks like, but again, with so many guards or guard-like players, players out, Dotson might have to play 20 plus minutes. The Pelicans and the Grizzlies are back-to-back -back for New Orleans. 
James Johnson, um, I think role should be pretty secure with Zion and most likely Brandon Ingram out in this game. He's a guy that can fill it up across the board. He can be inconsistent, of course, but this is one where he has some value. And then Nikhil Alexander-Walker is back for the Pelicans. Now, I think his minutes will be limited again, as they were on Sunday. But with him back, that does have an impact maybe on Eric Bledsoe, almost definitely on Kyra Lewis, perhaps on Najee Marshall as well. I don't think that Alexander Walker is going to get to the situation where he's playing 26 minutes a night as he comes back from that pretty significant ankle problem. But it is good to have him back to see how he looks. For the Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson Jr. started in the last game for Memphis. So let's see what he's able to do. Um, will they continue to run him as a starter? I would imagine so. Grayson Allen is ruled out, so that, that fixes that problem of who to move out of the starting lineup. But Jackson looked pretty good in that last game. While he'll have to play next to Kyle Anderson, whose minutes have been pretty solid of late 30-plus minutes in three of the last four games for Kyle. And again, with Grayson Allen out, it does help his overall value. The next game is the Bucks and the Spurs. The Bucks aren't listing anyone as out at this point on the injury report, apart from Axel Tupin. Um, again, they have five games this week, so I would imagine at some point there's going to be rests coming up for the Bucks players. Just watch Bryn Forbes and Pat Connaughton if that does happen. Forbes has been a pretty solid three-point streamer, while Connaughton is that guy in deeper leagues who just contributes in, in areas and occasionally has his big blow-up game. He's just a name to watch for those deeper formats. While for the Spurs, Lonnie Walker's starting now over Devin Vassell. So I want to watch both of those guys. I want Walker brought eight rebounds last game, which is an improvement for him for sure. He doesn't do too too much else, but he's going to have a lot of volume. And I expect, like the Bucks, I expect the Spurs to rest players. Gay, Mills, DeRozan, Murray, they're going to rest some of these five games this week. I don't know which games they're going to be, but watch that because that would mean a boost for Walker in usage and would mean a boost for minutes in for Vassell. Now, Vassell, I'm just looking at as a steals guy at this point, but I really think he's going to be a solid player. So I'd like to see a little bit more of him. The next game we take a look at here is the Jazz and the Warriors. Mike Conley's out. Donovan Mitchell is out, so George Niang will get another start. His last game was really good. Now, don't get too um, excited about that because his games prior to that had been uh, had been a struggle fest, to say the least. But he's at least going to be in that area where he gets a larger role. And those of you in deep leagues, Trent Forrest is getting about 20 minutes a night with these guards injured. Now, that's not to say that he's fantastic, but if you're in a 20-man league and you are looking at players on the waiver wire, yeah, a guy that's going to get 20 minutes a night there is actually some value in looking at someone like Trent Forrest, who's going to be available in just an absolute ton of leagues. So have a look at him, see if it makes sense in those deep performance. And I just want to see how he goes as well as a, you know, an und I think he's an undrafted player. Is he a late second round pick? Um, we want to see what he's able to do in this extra role. Well, for the Warriors, Jordan Poole was really good in the last game. Um, he's been inconsistent to say, to be very kind to him, but let's see if he can turn around. Well, Juan Toscano-Anderson has been consistent, consistently good. Eric Pascal, the triangle, he is out again. So Toscano-Anderson is going to get maybe 30 minutes and actually be possibly a 12-team league option for us here. I'll tell you what else is a 12-team league option for you. That is bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all that action at Bet Online. You get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and all of your UFC action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. If you want to talk sign-up bonuses, we have got one for you: the 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code Locked On. Bet Online are your online sportsbook experts. Okay. Let's go on to the next game. We're looking at the Rockets and the Blazers. The Rockets, oh man, um, who knows? Like, honestly, who knows? We know that Kevin Porter is out. We know that Kali Olenek and Christian Wood are questionable. Avery Bradley is out. Sterling Brown is out. DJ Wilson is out. Eric Gordon is out. David Nwaba is out. 
So, Kyrie Thomas put together one of the best games of the season in the last game. 34 minutes after just recently signing a 10-day. And if we have Wooden Olenek out, it's going to boost his value even further. And then Daquan Jeffries, who started three consecutive games. Again, if Wooden um, Olenek play, there's no guarantee that Jeffries is in that lineup. Same with Kenyon Martin Jr. There are uh, ups and downs to consider there. But these are names that you need to know. Because if we hear, hear Kelly and Christian are out, then you fire up your Kyrie Thomases, you fire up your Kenyon Martins, you fire up your Daquan Jeffreses. You have a look at Armani Brooks. It's a wild situation, but that is what it is. While for the Blazers, I'd expect a blowout for them, so that means I expect lower minutes for Yusuf Nurkic, unfortunately. But he is really putting up some dominant performances in those low minutes. I just want him to consistently play 30. Unfortunately, that isn't the way things are going at the moment with the uh, with the blowout nature of some of these games that they're playing in. But I think there is a, a distinct risk of that. While Norman Powell is playing okay, he's playing solidly. I, I wouldn't say he's playing great from a um, from a fantasy point of view, but we want to see how he looks in this matchup. In terms of stream options, let's look for category leagues. Hal Neto, James Johnson, Rudy Gay. De'Anthony Melton from the Grizzlies and Juan Toscano-Anderson look to be pretty solid options. While for points leagues, Kent Bazemore, KJ Martin, Hull Neto, the Wolfman, James Johnson, and Keldon Johnson are guys that you can take a look at. Guys, that'll do it for me today for this What to Watch For. I'll be back with a recap show of Sunday's games later on today. Don't forget to follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the new Odyssey app while on YouTube. Hit subscribe, hit the notification bell, hit the thumbs up, and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.